Welcome to the Beloved Warriors podcast, and thank you for joining us. We are a women's ministry that is determined to help women find courage and victory in a life with Christ. We are non-denominational. There's no membership fee. What we offer are events and small groups to help encourage women in their journey with Jesus. We do reach out to churches and organizations not to be their women's ministry, but to encourage women in their organization. We know that an intimate relationship with our Savior looks different for each woman, and we celebrate our diversity and focus on what draws us together, and that is the love of Christ. As a fellow beloved warrior, know that you are cherished by God, equipped with truth, and you can courageously serve your family, church, and community in the name of Jesus. And I am your host, Sarah Lasley Robertson, founder and executive director for Beloved Warriors. If you want more information about our ministry, visit our website at belovedwarriors.org or connect with us on our Beloved Warriors Facebook page. Well, Beloved Warriors, we're excited that you have decided to listen in today to today's podcast, and we have a special surprise for you. We have singer and songwriter Ginger Morell, who's going to be joining us. We have been uh, talking about confidence, yep. and Kelsey and I both thought, who can we get to talk about that? And we, we thought of you, Ginger, so we can't wait to hear from you, because we, we so enjoy your, uh, your music. We, in fact, I told her already that on the way here, we listened to her on Spotify. You can also find her on Apple Music as well, um, and that was just great to get into some great Ginger moments, because they're really yes, like moments yes. with the Lord too, right? Yes, I mean, yep. it's, 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 it is beautiful. So uh, Ginger has also came uh, to our Beloved Warriors events and done our worship and is working on another project for us right now too that will hopefully be out soon. So pretty exciting. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And we know that worship and songwriting is not all you do. So can you tell us, Ginger, a little bit about you and your life? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, I'm married, of course. Uh, this is our second marriage, so we have a blended family. We have six children between us. We have five grandchildren. Wow. And actually, three of our children are married. We had three weddings in one year. Oh, that my goodness. That was wow. ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people don't know that I work at Hendricks Regional Health. I have a full-time job there. Okay. And I do financial assistance, and I do drug assistance for our chemo patients, which... Oh, wow. I really like that part of my job. Mm. So you get to work with people there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was doing uh, retreats with my mom, and mm -hmm. then COVID sort of shut everything down. Yeah. Uh, doing worship with her. So now we're just waiting on the Lord to give us opportunities to do worship. Yeah. More, so. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, that's awesome. Thanks. Um, so... Sarah and I both feel that when you worship, you just truly bring us into your worship time with Jesus. Yes. <laughs> and we just, we just love it. So yes. um, you are, you know, truly just pouring it all out mm -hmm. when you worship is how we feel. So tell us how worship has built your confidence. I think you probably, we probably need to go back a little bit to kind of the beginning of my life in a sense you know when the Lord really took me out of where I shouldn't have been <laughs> so I you know I was raised in church with some really wonderful parents um, my mom has a beautiful anointing 
I'm already crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> my mom has a beautiful anointing on her life to lead worship, and my dad has an anointing too. He's an intercessor and he prays. And so I grew up in a household really full of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, but it, no matter how full of Jesus that household was, I still didn't know who I was in the Lord. And I don't think I had a, a real personal relationship with the Lord. I don't think I knew Him. Mm -hmm. You know, like he was my best friend or the lover of my soul. I didn't know that. And so um, I ended up leaving the church and leaving the Lord at the age of 18. And I distinctly remember driving out of the church parking lot at 18 and saying out loud to the Lord, I'm going to leave for a while. Yeah. I need to see what's out there. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to come back. Yeah. Because I thought... I thought it would be easy. I thought leaving the Lord and going out into the world would be an easy thing, but it ended up not being an easy thing. Well, I really appreciate your honesty. I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that, Ginger, of, you know, possibly growing up like you said you did and, mm -hmm. and you know, with parents that were leading you one way, but then you just felt like, hey, I'm going a different way. So, yeah, you know yeah. what? I think that's something too because parents quite blame themselves quite often when their children don't serve the Lord after they've raised them in a Christian household right. and you can't really take all the responsibility for that. Right, right. Because after a certain age, your children make their own decisions. You know? Sure, we all have that stinking mm -hmm. free will. Right, I know, I know. And you know, no, the kidding. Lord loves us so much that he's going to let you go and do what you want to do. Right, you know. right. He's, yeah. not, he's not up there with a sledgehammer, you right. know, waiting for us to screw up. Like, He's going to let us go and do our own thing if that's what we want to do. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. And um, shortly after that, I think I was about 19 or 20, I got pregnant and I wasn't married. Mm -hmm. And that brought so much, like, devastating shame on my family. I mean, my dad said, I don't think I can ever love you anymore. Oh, wow. Like, you brought wow. so much shame on my name. Wow. I don't think I can love you anymore. And, uh, you know, thankfully he walks close to the Lord and a few days later he came back and apologized and, yes. you know, the Lord set him straight. And I, yeah. I appreciate him walking close to the Lord because right. even though I wasn't living for the Lord at that time, I still, I needed my parents. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, um, so anyway, about four months into the pregnancy, I had a really traumatic miscarriage oh, at wow. home. Wow. <laughs> In fact, we called the hospital to tell them I was miscarrying, and they said, um, tell her to miscarry at home and bring the baby into the hospital when it's done. Oh. It was really traumatic. Wow. And, um, so and then a few, I would say maybe a year later, I went ahead and married the, the baby's father. Mm -hmm. And he married me out of obligation. So we were married for 10 years in a real, it was a loveless marriage. Really? Yeah. He didn't love me. And when I married him, I didn't realize he was an alcoholic. Hmm. I thought he just partied with the teenagers. You know what I mean? We right. were only like 20, 20 years old. Yeah. And I just thought it was yeah. what people did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but he ended up being an alcoholic, and he had some other addictions as well that I didn't really know about. Um, I, I got pregnant with my daughter, Sarah, thinking that if I had a baby, he would love me because I lost right. the first one. Right. But guess what? He didn't love me. Yeah. He loved the baby. Right. But that didn't make him love me. Right. And that was really heart-wrenching. Yeah. Um, he had numerous affairs. Wow. He was really verbally and emotionally abusive when he drank. 
-hmm. So, you know, I wasn't worthy of his time or his attention or his affection. Mm -hmm. I was worthless mm -hmm. in his eyes. Right. Um, I was ugly in his eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, he said there was other women better than me out there. Wow. Um, it just rejection over and over for mm -hmm. 10 years. You wow. Know. So I hear all this brokenness and thank you for being so real yeah. with your brokenness because you're also helping us understand the feelings you were going through and how you felt during that time. So yeah. where, where do you see Jesus coming into this? <laughs> I mean, I know that's what you're getting to because I am getting, yeah, getting to I know, that. I, I, we yeah. were five years into our marriage and just dealing with, I mean, he was arrested for drunk driving and all kinds of things. It was just, it was awful. He wouldn't yeah. come home at night. Um, and my, my son was born, my son Ricky was born with a crippled foot. Oh, wow. And when he was born with a crippled foot, I just like lost it. It's like, how much more can one person take? Right. Like I've been through all of this for five years. How much, how much more can I take? Right. And I just broke and I started having severe panic attacks. Like I couldn't leave the house. Yeah. I would get in the house or I would get in the car to drive to go from point A to point B. And I would just, I would freak out. Mm -hmm. You know, my body would freak out. <laughs> like yeah. I just couldn't, I felt trapped. Sure. And I felt panicked. And so um, we were having to drive to Chicago for Ricky's foot because wow. the Shriners Hospital actually took care of him. Oh, so we would have to take long trips from Indiana, you know, to yeah. Chicago uh, probably every other week wow. while they were looking at his foot, you know, mm -hmm. and they were going to do surgery on it and everything. And then during that time also, my mom uh, began to have uh, memories that my grandfather was a child abuser. Wow. She had been sexually abused by my grandfather for years of her childhood. Wow. And when she brought that to my attention during all of this other stuff I had going on, you know, then I had to come to the truth of, well, I had some instances with my grandfather too. Right. So now you're dealing with sexual abuse. Right. On top of a broken family and a broken relationship right. and a crippled son. Yes. Yes. Wow. You know. And that question is so uh, true, right? I mean, how much can I bear, right? You mm -hmm. were really in your heart just having that world inside of you, right? Life was miserable yeah. at that moment. I'm sure. And so my mom had gone through a program called Sarah Ministries, and mm -hmm. Sarah stood for Serious Abuse Recovery and Healing. Mm -hmm. And so the way that Sarah Ministries worked is that you had to go on a weekend retreat, and then they did like um, weekly sessions after that group sessions, you know, mm -hmm. intense healing basically. Sure. And so my mom said, you need to go on that retreat. Mm. And my life was pretty much a wreck. So, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> what did I really have to lose? Right. So I got into this van with strangers that I didn't know, having panic attacks, probably all the way to wherever we were going. Thank mm. goodness it wasn't a super long drive. Yeah. But the thing I really remember most about that retreat was that they had this little altar with a cross there. And when they... You, they invited you to come and just lay your burdens down at the cross, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And Carol Opp, you know, my mom's best friend who does the retreats yes. with us, she was there on that retreat with me. And I went to the little cross, you know, and I was on the floor, and I was just sobbing my heart out. I'm just sobbing. 
because of all the brokenness and all the rejection that I had been feeling up to that moment. Yes. And Carol put her arms around me and she just prayed over me and I just said, Lord, I just want you to crush me in a million pieces so I can't put myself back together again mm -hmm. because I have tried to do my life my way yes. and it's been nothing but broken. I've done mm -hmm. a terrible job mm -hmm. and I don't ever want to do it again. Yeah. Like I want you to come in and lead my life and yeah. make something beautiful out of it, yeah. out of all of this brokenness. Yes. And that was the true day of my salvation. Yeah. I'll never forget that day. And the Lord came in at that moment, and that was just the beginning of all kinds of healing and restoration that he began to do. Yeah. You know, healing from rejection, healing from bitterness, healing from, you know, anger and, and fear. And the Lord walked with me through many years of panic attacks, you know. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people think when deliverance comes, it's swift. Yeah. It's fast. And sometimes it is. Right. Sometimes the Lord delivers addictions, you know, just like that. Right. But there are other things that we are required to walk through. Sure. Because as we walk through that journey, it we learn how to trust the Lord yeah. through it. Yeah. And so that's what happened with those panic attacks. I just I was walking through it with Jesus. But I just can't tell you all that He's done for me. I mean he supplied every need that I, I have ever had. I was 10 years as a single mom. He supplied food, he supplied money when I needed it, he supplied gas, he supplied jobs, he supplied promotions, yeah. he supplied houses. I mean, God has been so faithful to me. Yes. You know, Kelsey, and when you talk about just how when I lead worship, I'm pouring it all out, that's why. Yeah. You know, I think about uh, Mary and the oil and how she poured it over Jesus. She poured out everything. She gave everything she had. Yeah. I think that oil's worth a year's wages that yes. she poured out on him. Yeah. And the Lord said, you know, I, something like, she who is forgiven much loves much. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel when I lead worship. I'm yeah. just pouring it all out. I'm pouring out my oil because yeah. you don't know how much that oil cost me. Yes, absolutely. And what the Lord has done for me. Yes, oh, absolutely. Well, that just comes through and we just feel that. Yes. And we see your confidence in your relationship with your, your Savior. I, I love hearing about that. You know, it sounds like it was built out of faithfulness of that broken time, yeah. you know, that you went through and he, um, he walked you through it step by step. I love how your testimony speaks to uh, not a magic wand, an right. instant, yeah. you know, take everything away. No, we'd say, now I'm walking out uh, what God has for me. So so besides, um, you know, worship helping your confidence, what else do you feel that worship has helped, Ginger? Uh, it's really been a tool to help me overcome the enemy because, you know, mm -hmm. when people struggle with uh, panic attacks and anxiety and fear and that kind of yeah. thing, it starts with the thoughts in your mind. Sure. I mean, if you yeah. really just think about it, when you think about things that make you sad, mm -hmm. your body reacts and you cry. Right. You know, when you think about things in your mind, um, I don't know, that make you angry, you know, you might tremble mm -hmm. or clench your fist. I mean, your body physically follows what comes into your mind. True. You know, where our thoughts go, our body follows. Yes. And um, so when I would feel the anxiety and the panic come on, I would just start to worship. Oh, 
to because worship realigns your thoughts. Yes, it does. And I want to read yes. some scripture regarding yes, that please too. Do. Isaiah twenty six three. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you because he trusts in you. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which I never, when I read this verse, I've heard it a million times. Sure. And you know, people, uh, they focus on the be anxious for nothing part. But there's really a tool in here if you pay attention and you look at it. Sure. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving are all forms of worship. Yes. So when we worship, that, Ginger. <laughs> it, it guards our mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's been a really good tool. Yeah, that's wonderful. So what steps have you taken, Ginger, to really come out of the anxiety? and uh and be confident i think the number one thing that i do is i purposely step out with courage to do things that i'm afraid of mm -hmm. because fear had bound me for so long like i'm not going to live my life like that again i'm not going back there and so you know when the lord has called me out to do things like this podcast that I'm deeply afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> and yet here you are. <laughs> so you just have to do it afraid. Uh -huh. you know? <laughs> and the more that you um, do that, it's, it becomes repetition. Yes. And we learn how to trust the Lord. So the more we trust the Lord, the more we know that we can continually trust Him. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just like yes. a, a circle, a wonderful yes. circle that the mm -hmm. Lord has done for us. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that's really important that I've done since the minute that I was saved is take a look at your thoughts. Like, mm -hmm. is it a truth? Is it a lie? What mm -hmm. thoughts are coming into your mind? Right. And what are we latching on to? Right. Because Second um, Corinthians ten five tells us to take those thoughts captive. Mm -hmm. We need to see what they are, and we need to cast them out if they're not from the Lord. Right. If they're not biblically sound. Mm -hmm. Because we just established where your mind goes, your body goes to. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, the other thing is just believing the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Just standing on the Word of God. You know, we need to read it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we need to believe it. We need to take it as our own. Right. When we read the Word of God, we can ask the Lord before we read it, Lord, speak to me. Lord, open up the Word to me. Show me your revelation, and He will do it. Right. right. Uh, I want to read Psalm uh, 91 because it talks about how, you know, just when we walk through things with the Lord, everything's going to be okay, mm -hmm. no matter what it is. Right. If we have the Lord walking through it with us, everything's mm -hmm. going to be okay. Um, I'm going to read Psalm 91, 1 and 2, and this is the Passion Translation. It's so good. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, which Shaddai can also be translated the God of the mountains. That's so good. Yes. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of the God of the mountain, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. Mm. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. 
the only God for me and my great confidence. Oh, I love that. You know, our confidence yes. isn't in ourselves. Right. It's in the Lord, the maker of the heaven and the earth. Right. You know? Right. And then here's what happens when we sit and we stay close to the Lord, when we sit in his shadow, when we're pouring out at his feet and we're loving him really well. Verse 14 through 16, it says, For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, which is that intimacy that with the Lord that we're yes. having. Yes. The Lord says, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, mm -hmm. safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, mm -hmm. and you will find and feel my presence even in the time of pressure and trouble. Isn't that right now? Yeah, that is. The yeah, time of so pressure good. and trouble, and Absolutely. we can find and feel his presence if yes. we stay in that intimate place with the Lord. Yes. It says, yes. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. I just thought that was so good, you yes. know. For every promise in the Word of God, there's a condition. Yeah. And sometimes we want to pull those promises out right. without meeting the condition. You can't. Right. It doesn't work like that. Right. It's so important that we we stay in that intimate place with the Lord. Absolutely. That's what He's called us all to. Is yes. That intimacy, and I I just want to interject again, Ginger. Your life shows that um, you don't, you don't uh, have that intimacy with God and then he fixes everything around you. Right. Or that things, trouble won't come your way. Because it still does. Yes. But there's still that, I love what you said, that, you know, understanding that he's still that safe place yeah. for you. Everything's going to be all right. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's not always the way we think. And it's not always easy. No, no. it's not easy. Definitely not right. easy. It's not always... The end game is not what we think it is, right? That's right. <laughs> At times. That's right. But we do know that we will live in his presence yeah. you know, someday and be with him. Our hope is in yeah. him. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing yes. that. I love that. I love all those ways that you've given us. And yes. all the word of God you just read, that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the boot camp, we've been talking through confidence uh, this month, and we've in the boot camp, it talks about how confidence can be contagious. Mm -hmm. And we both feel that from you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger you. can do it. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask us to sing, though. That's all no. we're saying. No. <laughs> I will. It's by yeah. myself. But. Yeah. <laughs> but we've seen you. I just recently stepping out on Facebook and doing a live worship mm -hmm. time and how, what a blessing that was. And to others who got to listen to and experience that as well. I just think that's amazing. You've been encouraged me to do some things God's calling me to do. So <laughs> thank you for that. Um, so in your life, how have you experienced this confidence that can be contagious? Yeah, I just experienced it really recently, as a matter of fact, because, you know, I have a Facebook music page, um, which is Ginger Morale Music on Facebook. And I've posted a lot of several videos of like some... Um, songs that I've written on there, you know, and things like that, but they're, they're videos. Like I have videoed them. <laughs> you can go back and re-video yes. it if you don't like it, yeah. you know, but I really felt like the Lord was calling me to do a, um, a worship, a live worship session on my Facebook music page. And I was petrified of that 
for a lot of reasons. First of all, because it's real and it's live. Right. So whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Right. You know. But um, on Facebook, there's a group uh, called Dwell Global, and they've been doing worship 24-7 on Facebook for the whole year, basically. And um, what it is, is it's just regular, everyday people who are taking an hour out of the day to do live worship. Wow, yeah. And I guess it just really impressed me because, you know, they're not all worship leaders. They're not all professionals of any kind, you know. But yet here they were having the confidence and the courage to step out and do what God had called them to do. Yes. And I mean, I, I am a little embarrassed to say it took me six months to obey the Lord, but <laughs> I did. I did finally obey the Lord yes. and I did that live, you know, worship session yeah. on my Facebook page. But I just, right. when uh, I find, think about this question, I just thought about that, uh, those people stepping out in confidence like that and how it encouraged me to go ahead. Like if they can do it, then I can certainly do yeah, it. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm sure we have listeners, you know, that are thinking, you know, um, maybe something has come to their mind that they know God's asked them to do. And thank you for being so real and saying yeah. it took six months <laughs> because we all can be stubborn, yeah. right? We yeah. all can, you have a knowing in our heart that this is what God wants us to do, but we have every excuse out there, right? Yes. <laughs> and, um, he seems to thwart those excuses. <laughs> nope, that won't work. Right. right. <laughs> so could you give them some encouragement on how to, step out of their comfort zone and be confident and courageous and yeah. push that anxiety aside. I'm thinking about the scripture that says, mm -hmm. just says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and yeah. lean not on your own understanding. That's good. We don't have to understand what the Lord's calling us to do. Right. Yeah, I think about uh, Moses when he parted the Red Sea. What if he had never took the step out into the water? The yes. sea would never have parted. <laughs> right. Yeah. He didn't know what was getting ready to happen. That's right. He just knew the Lord told him to step into the water, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's when the Lord is bringing us into something new, sometimes that's all we see mm -hmm. is just him asking the one question, right. will you do this? Mm -hmm. And so I say, just trust in the Lord and don't lean on your, your own understanding because there's no, without stretching, there's no growth in the Lord. Right. We can't grow right. and we don't want to stay stagnant. We want to do, we want to do something for him, you right. know? Uh, we were created for a purpose, all of us. Yes. And um, yes, it really, when I think about how the Creator created each one of us individually, like He, He put inside of us different giftings, yep. um, just different everything, and He put us together exactly how we are supposed to be put together. We're perfect yes. Yes. in His eyes. Yes. So when He's called you out to do something, we shouldn't be afraid to step out and do that because He really has already equipped us. Right. He created that inside of us right. to be able to step out and to do those hard things. So yeah. we don't want to, you know, let fear take control of us to where we miss out on what God has called us to do. Right. Amen. And matter of fact, I will just go ahead and say this. I, I wasn't going to. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent a year trying to write a book about my life and um, just all the things that God has done for me to encourage other people, you know. Sure. And so... But hey, that was scary. Yes. <laughs> Putting my life out there on paper, that's not easy. No. You know, everybody's about to see all of my stuff that happened in my lifetime. But it's going to encourage somebody. Right. It's going to bless somebody. Right. They're going to read my book and say, well, if the Lord did that for her, then he's going to do that for me. You right. know. So it's really important to obey the Lord, no matter if we've never even done that thing before. I've right. never written a book before. Right. 
but it's just that one step. Mm-hmm. You know, do what the Lord is calling you to do. It's really important. And then probably the last thing I just want to say, because yes. I know I've talked a lot. I'm not a talker. Um, the other thing I want to say is we need to be really careful what we speak out. Yes. And what we partner with. Right. You know, all the negativity that's going on in the world right now, don't partner with that. Right. Partner Amen. with the things of God, you know. Yeah. And if you've partnered with fear, you need to speak out, I break that partnership with fear in the name of Jesus. Yes. And I loose the Holy Spirit in my life yes. to enable me to do those things that God's called me to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that is just, that's beautiful, Ginger. And thank you. So much for all the encouragement, for sharing your life with us <laughs> over this time. And I'm excited to read her your Me book too. when that comes out. So you'll have to keep us updated about that. Um, because I know there's there's more that you more to say than what you could just say in this short oh, podcast, sure. of, of yeah. course. So I know God has blessed that as well. So we want to close out, pray for you, uh, our listeners. And and uh, again, thank you, Ginger, from Pet, for coming and encouraging us. Thanks for having me. Lord, we just thank you um, and praise you, God, for the testimony and the boldness um, and the the realness that Ginger also shared with us today. Because truly, we all have uh, things in our life that we can um, be encouraged because Ginger is speaking into into that, Lord. And, And Lord, I do thank you for her mentioning and encouraging us not to partner with the negative that's out there. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and help us weed out those things. Lord, for those listeners uh, that are hearing this, Lord, um, I pray that, Holy Spirit, you start plucking out those weeds, those thoughts that are invasive, the ones that try to take over and that try to ruin the day for your child. And Lord, we just ask that you will um, guide every uh, person that hears this to your word, to your truth, um, knowing that you are there every step of the way of this journey. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just uh, agree and say thank you, God, for Ginger here today. Thank you uh, that she shared her testimony with us and just Mm -hmm. all the beautiful godly wisdom that she gave today yes and it's because she went through life with you and um, that you were faithful and lord um i'm just uh seeing right now just uh, there's a woman out there listening that Mm -hmm. is sitting on her couch and she has tears in her eyes because she understands ginger's story Mm -hmm. and she is in feeling um exactly Mm -hmm. what ginger felt And so I just pray for this listener, God, that you yes, would just um, come meet her Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. That yes, you would um, just uh, breathe life into her and encouragement this day. Yes. Uh, yes that yes. she would uh, reach out and get the help that she needs. And that you would just fill her life up full of you, God. And I just, um, we praise you and we thank you, God, for this time we've had today. And we just pray just for every listener for their confidence yes, to be Lord. raised yes Lord. and um and for their that confidence to yes, then be Lord. contagious mm-hmm. and let it spread father uh yes, because Lord. we can be confident because of you yes, 
um, and our confidence is is steadfast and built in you. Yes, thank you. And so we thank you, God, um, for you and your Son, yes. and all that you do for us, Father. Praise we your praise your holy name, Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us. Don't miss us next time. We will continue talking about our boot camp and all of those great topics that relate to every one of us. May God richly bless you and may you be bold and confident today for him. Once again, thank you for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged, blessed, and equipped to be the beloved warrior God has created you to be. For more information about our ministry, visit our website at BelovedWarriors.org or connect with us on our Beloved Warriors Facebook page.